everybody, and welcome to I Sell Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming. Broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jane and Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, standing across from me. It's the amazing, the spectacular, spectacular. I'm spectacular. The wonderful Mike Zapsik, everybody. Say hello, Mike Zapsik. What is going on, people? How are we doing? How you doing, Mike? I'm all right. How are you, Ming? I haven't seen you in like a week and a half. I know. I fell off. I didn't fall. I went to I went to Nashville. You went to Nashville. I, I visited our beloved Walker Stalker convention in Nashville. Everybody says hi, Mike. They miss you. They have not seen you in, in a while. I know. Tell uh, hey, I told you <laughs> to tell them. I said, uh, I love them. They're all great. Nashville. Yes. We were, Heroes and villains. We were Walker Stalker. Both, great people. Booked to be there last year. You had to bow out because of work. Yeah. Nashville. An amazing city. I can't say enough good things about it. I've been in Nashville it. before. Have We've you? been in Nashville. Yeah. When? I think we did Nashville once. We? We never did Nashville. All right. Then I've never been in Nashville. Okay. Right. Amazing city. Music city, Mike. I, no, I'm not a big country fan. If I were, it'd be even better. But you could become country. There's a country music like Hall of Fame, Mike. Jamboree. There's yes. a Johnny Cash Museum, Mike. There's a Patsy Cline Museum, Mike. There's a historic auditorium called the Ryman, the Ryman Auditorium, where I've heard of that. Kevin Smith is going to be performing on August, uh, October 8th. Yes. It's kind of a dream of his. His dad was really super into country music. When he died, uh, all his country albums came into the office. And I think a lot of them went to... Quinn took a, uh, took a few of them. Okay. The rest, we had to do whatever. Uh, I think we sold some of them, kept okay. some of them. But Kevin's a huge country music fan. So big big deal for him to be at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, And thank you, Walker Stalker, for one, always being like family to me and Mike. Walker Stalker's awesome. They're two. fantastic. Mike, can I can I tell you a brief story? Go, go Walker to town. Stalker. I got a text about two weeks ago from my 11-year-old nephew. He said, hey, Uncle Ming, you, uh, do you know any of those Walking Dead guys, the guys on the TV show? I've been watching the show. I like it a lot. I'm through two seasons. Can, can you hook me up, buddy? Do you, do you, ever, do you ever see those guys? Well, yeah, you know, I see one or two, maybe three, maybe more. He's like, hey, can I ever meet them? I'm like, hey, uh, there's, a, there's a con coming up in Nashville. You're in Columbus, Ohio. If your dad, if my brother-in-law, if your dad drives you down, yeah, I guess we'll see what we can do. So I talked to my brother-in-law. I was like, hey, if you, if you really want to come down. I'll get you in. We could, yeah, you could probably meet some of these guys. So um, he, didn't, he didn't meet one or two, Mike. He met all of he them. Met like 17, like 87 of that's, them. That's very cool. Yeah. So he, imagine this, Mike. You're 11 years old. Oh hey, my God! What was and your favorite show when you were eleven? Do you I remember had to mine? Be Batman. Mine was oh, like Batman, the six six Batman. Of course, I'm trying to think. Eleven years old. Oh my God! Mine was um, like Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, or maybe Happy Days. Yeah. Imagine at eleven, you could go to this big building and see and a- you meet everyone. Henry Winkler, Ralph Melf, uh Donnie Most. <laughs> yeah, you had to call him by his, Ron, his character. Ron name. Howard, Aaron, Aaron Moran, Aaron Moran. Marion uh, Ross, Marion Ross, Howard, Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley. Imagine you meet all the happy days when you're 11. That your would, mind is blown, right? Oh my God! Yeah, of course. Jenny Piccolo. Yeah. Oh my God! It's even Scott Pale. Uh, okay. Okay, maybe not Scott. Pale. All right. He, he, maybe maybe he wasn't invited to the uh, the Happy Day Stalker. Yeah, the Happy Days yeah. Con. The Happy Day Stalker Con. Yeah. So that's what I. That's that's why I really wanted to take. I wanted to see. What's really Mike weird is Rome. actually my favorite. Uh, if if I'm 11, it might have been Dallas. 
Dallas? How weird is that? Dallas. We were talking. We were talking about that okay, today. So you meet Larry Hagman. Larry and Hagman. Patrick. Um, Victoria Principal. Oh my God! Who's Bobby? Bobby was um, Patrick. Uh, uh, Bobby Ewing was Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? Like, you're mind-blown, right? Yeah, I, it would have been like, oh, my God, it's Miss Ellie! Yeah. It's Miss Ellie! Yeah. Everybody, look, it's Miss Ellie! Yeah, to and, me... And the real one, not that, not the Donna not the Donna Reed Miss Ellie, right. the real one, Barbara Bell Geddes. Yeah, to me, it would have been like meeting either the Dukes of Hazard or the cast members from the A-Team. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, it would have been cool, right? So I, I hopefully had a good time. That's I really awesome. want to thank Walker Stalker for making him feel welcome. But uh, also the the celebrities, the actors are really made him feel welcome, and they're all cool. The, everyone who's on The Walking Dead is one of the nicest people in Absolutely. the world. Did you see Melissa McBride again? We did. Did she give you that awesome hug? No I think hug. I've said there's, this before. No hug. There's the table this time. Okay, you got um, the hug. I consider yourself lucky, Mike. I Not gotta tell you, hug. we when we went to Walker Stalker Atlanta, was it Atlanta? It had to be Atlanta. Had yeah. to be Atlanta. Um, she was only there for a day. Yep. And we bumped into her in the green room, and I, I bring all, it in, Zapsic. Bring it in. Come all here, sorts man, of gun shy. I, uh, I think it was um, Laura Richter. Give a big shout out to Laura. I yeah. love Laura. Yeah. Were, were you like? Uh, uh, I was. I, uh, I was like, uh, uh, not, I, I, no, because Car- Carol. I, like, I mean, oh God, Melissa. Melissa McBride. Yeah. What kind and, of Carol? Um, Laura's like, do, do you want to meet her? And I'm like, nah. You know, I don't want to nah. bother. She, nah. Laura, grabs me. Yeah. And brings me over and says, Melissa, I'd like to introduce you to Mike Sapsic. He's on AMC's comic book, yeah. men. Uh, the she's show like, after who, yours. She's like, who the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, who the fuck? And I, I put my hand out to to give her hand a shake. Yeah. And she kind of knocks my hand away and gives right. me a hug. No handshakes, Mike. No handshakes. It is one. It was one of the sweetest and most genuine hugs I've wow. ever received. Ever. Ever. Wow. Wow. Uh, an amazing lady. I love her. She is. amazing. I'm. I'm. And this is before um, her character, like, became, became like, Carol. Well, no, before she became, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Before she was like badass like, Carol. Badass Carol. Yeah. She was still, you know, uh, sort of on the outskirts, sure. you know, trying to figure out her place. But awesome, just an awesome lady, and they make you feel welcome. Uh, Ross, Ross Marquand, yes, one of the funniest dudes I've ever Guy met. Plays Aaron. Uh, go on YouTube. He does a. He's a he's a master impressionist. He right? is. He's fantastic. He does a impression battle with Lou Diamond Phillips, which he uh, does a John to be C. Seen. Riley that is fantastic. Yeah. And it's you got to see him. He is fantastic. We love fantastic. you Fantastic. We yes. love you guys. Thank you, Walker Stalker. So Colin. yeah. So I think we sucked Walker Stalker's dick enough. We did not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> just the tip, Mike. Just the just the tip. Just man. the tip. Well, the the big the big story this week, and I'm happy to say it's a positive story, Mike. Wonder Woman, great movie. Oh, my God, yes. Breaking box office records. But finally, Mike, finally a DC movie that lived up to expectations. Finally a DC movie, which I came out and was like, wow, that was freaking awesome. I think the last time that happened, and there there are people who are like, I love the Dark Knight trilogy. Sure. There are also some people who say, I hate the Dark Knight trilogy. I mean, it's not evenly split, but for the most part, uh, the last really well-received DC movie... Was yes. Batman uh, in '89? Even it, that had well, some problems. Gotta, you had to go, you're going that far back? I'll. You kidding? There's some people. Dark Knight who say, Rises. No. Like the trilogy. Dark Knight no? Rises. No. Had, they 
think about this. And one of the the signature um, pieces about Bane, okay, is that he um, the Lucha Libre mask. Yeah. The, well, besides that, it's not just the 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 Lucha Libre. It's also you know he's a guy who's obsessed with Batman. That's what it is. It's, yes, and that's part of it. He uses uh, like super steroids to take on Batman and defeat him. The Venom. So, the Venom. The Venom. It completely ignored in the Dark Knight. It's true. Um, Dark Knight Rises. Also, um, you know, spoiler for anyone out there who hasn't watched it, and fuck you if you haven't. Um, <laughs> That's all hard. Talia Al Ghul. You know what? You're, you're right, though. Yeah, F you if you have not. Yeah, seen seriously. If you're like, wow, we spoiled it for me. You know what? Take it up with your congressman. Um, Talia <laughs> Al Ghul is... No, there, there were... Times when she could have killed him. Yes. You know, after making... And she, she slept with her enemy, the the person she hates because she thinks that he killed her father. Sure. And uh, that takes you, an incredibly devious mind. You've and, never slept with someone you hated? Um, <laughs> no comment? Okay, no comment. Yeah, let's not say let's anything. Let's plead the fifth. Just just for the record, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 87% okay. rated fresh. Wonder Woman, like 90%. Yeah. So they're... I liked it. There were some. I had some issues with it. You had issues with Wonder Woman. Yeah, there were a couple things. Okay, uh, let's go. Why we loved it first? No, Absolutely. No, no spoilers. Oh my God, yeah, I know a lot of some people haven't seen it. I, I love movies, right? And I understand that you have things to do and you get. I got busy. I didn't see it till a week and a half later. Right. If you have not seen, it, go see it. Go see it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's how good it is. Uh, I'll start off. Robin Wright. Yeah, Robin Wright as um the, the warrior. The, uh, I can't Antiope? remember. Antiope. Antiope, yes. Yes. Yeah, a lot she of was, weird Greek. Like, of course. Myth- well, they got all the, the names right. I loved it. It was yeah. great. Um, all the Amazons. Yeah. Hippolyta. Right. Um, every one of the. All the, of them. They were fantastic. And the. While the, the movie is not bloody, it depicts death in a very real way. Yeah. Um, Amazons are not immortal. No. Although they, they are on the island and. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Except when confronted by the weapons of man. Right. Yeah. So, and it was a period piece. I'm, I'm a sucker for a period piece. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's one of my, one of the things I had against it, but we'll come back to okay. that. Um, the young girl who played Diana. Yeah. Great job. Little girl. She was fantastic. And Gal Gadot. <laughs> amazing. Can't, can't say enough about she her. She was fantastic. Um, she is Wonder Woman. Chris Pine was well cast as Steve Trevor. Chris Pine was great, man. He was amazing. Yeah, I just read an article. There were talks when they were developing the script. Uh-huh. And almost as they were going into production, they're like, do we need Steve Trevor? Yeah, Does he you need, need to be yeah. in this movie? Can we just focus on Wonder Woman and not have Steve Trevor in there? No, and because glad- she is, or he was her introduction to Man's World. Right, and he was our eyes into right. the uh, and her world. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, we're, he was the audience. He was us. Yeah. He yeah, was. Us. He was. He was the the common guy. Right. Although he's got zero percent body fat. Yeah. And well, yeah. He's much better looking. Again, than me. another. Yeah. And he was a captain in another life. Yes, he was. Yeah. Other than that, he's we're the he's same. He's done a lot of stuff. Other yeah. than that, we're about and his dad pretty was well. Punch's uh, boss. Yeah, that's Chips, right. So that's also right. very cool. So uh, that was good. Um, her reactions to. What was going on? The misogyny, yes, was fantastic. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Uh, her coming into her own was fantastic, yeah. and just 
you know, the the framing sequence, the beginning and the end. We we meet her now. It's it's a lot like Captain America First yeah. Avenger. Sure. Where they're they're cutting into this piece of whatever yeah. in the Antarctic. The, uh, the, the bookends were great. Right. The way they did it was freaking brilliant. It was. It was very, very freaking well brilliant. done. It's awesome. Um there was that scene that mimicked uh, Superman. I don't know if you caught it. Oh yeah, I, I saw did. it. I was like, yeah, saw, oh, yeah. Christopher Reeve. Oh yeah, little flashback. Oh, so I saw that was it. very cool. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, it was it was staged very well. Choreography, the fight choreography was it, amazing. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. With so, a little mix of uh, just awesome fight scenes and the little the Zack Snyder slow mo. Right. Like three sixty camera bullet but, time. One of the things, but not is, too much of it, right? But we're we're getting spoiled in that you're like, eh, it's there's so much. <laughs> I of saw that. the yeah, but no, yeah. I think it was a good mix. It wasn't overdone. I didn't like think. as in Doctor Strange, you know, the the city folding in on itself sure. in Doctor Strange and spoilers. You got you got sick of spoiler. that. It did. Yeah, there was twenty minutes too much of that. All right. Well, that's because you were just you were throwing up into your popcorn. No, I didn't you're really. Like, get, oh my god. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get sick in movies. Uh, I get sick of movies. Okay. But no, there. You know, you get 20 minutes too much of anything, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay. I thought that uh, their use of some British actors was amazing. We had um, Remus Lupin from Harry Potter. Yeah. He was pretty cool in that. And you also had- Is he the um, dude who played Ares? Spoiler. <laughs> oh, okay, whatever. Spoiler alert, folks. Whatever. He said, I'm not going to do a spoiler. All right, whatever. Yeah, the guy who plays the um, the dude. The dude, okay. The dude. The and dude. The head of the British army was right. Mormont from Mormont from Game of Thrones. He right. was um, the guy who was the head of the Knights. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the the Knights Watch, right? Yes, yes, yes. He was awesome. So, all right. One more thing I want to bring up the uh, the costume design. Amazing. I loved. Everything I loved that they great. brought the water them. It was a uh, their updated version of the the skirt. Right. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And I was also watching, uh, Lucy Davis was in it. She played Etta Candy. Oh, yeah. Great job. And I was like, holy. They put Etta Candy in there. I know. and, and In a movie. I, I know. But I was like, Lucy, I recognized the actress. And she had um, put on a couple of pounds for this particular mm -hmm. role. She was in, Lucy Davis was in um, Shaun of the Dead. Right. And she was also in one of my favorite TV shows, which got canceled after the first season. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Right. So she was she was one of the uh, the writers, and it was actually it was pretty cool to uh, to watch her. I'm, and it took me a while to figure out who that was. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, that's wait, Lucy I know Davis. that girl. I do. I know that woman, and you did. And I did, and I knew I knew uh, Robin Robin Penn, uh, Robin Wright, not Robin Penn. Yeah, Jenny, 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 don't kick my ass. And what's really cool is I saw a meme that says, um, I'm so glad that I got to grow up and watch my um, my childhood princesses turn into generals. And they've got a picture of... Uh, oh, like Princess Leia. Princess Leia and General Organa. And, yeah. Um, oh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah, Princess Bride boom, to... To, to Antiope. To Antiope. Awesome. All right, what uh, what issues did you have, Mike? It was they used the same formula as Captain America: The First Avenger. Oh, it worked. They had bargain basement Howling Commandos. <laughs> I would have rather had. You like, wanted awesome Howling Commandos. I wanted actually, if if you're gonna do it, I wanted strong characters. Sure. Those three were the weak links in the chain. And what the fuck is a Native American doing in Germany? He got disillusioned by the uh, the American. Uh, the, see, the way of I life don't in America. 
to have the boat came over here. I I don't see that happening. Okay. But hey, maybe it did. But hey, someone's gonna like, hey, fuck you, Mike. This is, and they're gonna send me a you know an entire Wikipedia. What you, what'd page. you want, Nick Fury? In, that would have been actually kind of cool. Uh, I would. They threw Nick Fury. You could have done. You could have done a whole bunch of other things, but you had to have each racial stereotype in there. You know, you've got the uh huh, or not. He wasn't French. He was like Algerian. You had an Algerian dude, a drunken Scotsman, and uh, a Native American. Yeah, and that was his posse. Right. Which I thought was oh, you're saying Holland Commandos, as in yeah, as in like this is their his team. Okay, not and the Holland Commandos. No. Okay. But I'm that saying that crossover, man. You, uh, <laughs> hey, dude, that's not too far in coming. You know, eventually. Do you think they we'll will ever see that? Uh, in our lifetimes, maybe when we're eighty. But they will. I can do, wait. They will do a. Uh, I guarantee you, they will do a Justice League Avengers, uh, Avengers crossover okay. in uh, like twenty years. Right, because you gotta like, go. What the hell is he doing in here? Well, What's they'll Sam have Jackson they'll have like there? a temporal bleed, and you know the, yeah. the whole nine yards. Oh and, man, that. Or that. A, you know, and a dimensional bleed, and you'll have. If to, all this is leading toward that, how awesome would that be? I, I, I forgive you. You fully endorse it. Let's I try it. Every at once. bad thing I've ever said about anything. Okay. If, but for me, and that that was one of them, okay. and. All right, I'm I'm not spoiling anything no. by saying that Wonder Woman goes and she kicks Major League ass. Sure. She uh thinks she's fighting against Ares. Right. So she's like fuck you all. And she she kills indiscriminately. Not indiscriminately. Sure. She kills the Germans. Not right. yet Nazis, they're, but they're Germans. Well, but Germans are bad. In uh, World War One, oh in World God. War One, they were bad. <laughs> there's, there's going to be a meme out there. Germans are bad. In Says World Ming War Chen. I, I, pre- I suffixed that. Um, no, you, you should have prefixed it. So, yeah. but you've got these. Uh, she, she kills with, with no distinction sure. of you know Germans. Who's ever fighting on the? German oh, I see. Side. But she's kind of like you know, all life is precious. Like yeah, kind of that's... Thing. But but unless you're German, then, of course, then screw you. But then, or if I... you're shooting freaking machine guns at me, I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. yeah. But she also is there's there's the one key sentence that she says. Uh, yeah. And I'll, I'll spoil that for you. She says, "I I fight for love." Sure. That's why I fight. I don't know about you, Mike. That's why I fight. No, you've never had to fight me. Well, I mean, okay. for God's sake. But if I had to fight. You'd fight for love. I'd fight for love. Uh, I think everyone has proven that love is not well. You can fight for a cause. Okay. Love is not really a cause. Right. So I, you know, it, it's or she says I choose love. Yeah. All right, that's it. Um, I fight for love, or I choose love, and that to me is it's it's sort of a cop out. Yeah. So that that's what I had a problem with. Yeah. All right. The rest of it, I that, I was a pretty I minor problem. So yeah, very minor. There were. Uh, get some some better Howling Commandos. <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, they're a minor, pretty minor part of the story. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that you know they imparted some stuff in um, in Diana's character. I they see. they each one gave you know uh, a little bit of um, backstory to her. You know, Good or point. a little bit of uh, I don't know cultural appropriation, right? So, I don't know. Okay. 
it's still pretty minor. Pretty minor flaws. And, and compared to, you know, the oh. past DC movies where, you know, there are pages of complaints. Oh, my God, yes. Like, like binders full. Well, good job to Patty Jenkins. Uh, hats off to Alan Heinberg. The, I mean, oh, I'll my start, God. He's, I'll start with the writing. So right. And they, they picked the right guy. Patty Jenks did a great job. She absolutely did. She, uh, I, and she's not signed on for the sequel yet. She's not. little weird. What the hell? Get her on she's that. She's not option for the sequel. I guess they want to do it in case it went south, I suppose. And they're like, well, you know, we don't. We, or if she did a bad job. No, she did a fantastic. No, job. but if though, I mean, the track record. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, they're being cautious. Okay, I but I think that no, like, like you know, if it, if it goes great, we can we can sign her later. Maybe they're checking to see how it does in Lebanon, and then then they'll be it's like, not, I, yeah. well, it's making zero dollars <laughs> in Lebanon. Uh, I find that to be so um, short sighted. Sure. I the Lebanese people deserve well, we, it's it's not the Wonder Woman that um, that you want, but it's the Wonder Woman you deserve, people, and you need you Lebanese balonies below <laughs> Lebanon. That, that's, your, that's your that's your insult what that to is. the Lebanese. I hey, I'm not gotten, showing Wonder Woman. Uh, I I just I think it's a little short sighted. It's sure, petty, absolutely. And, yeah, so. I agree with you. All right, not to get political or nothing. No. Yeah. Oh, the hell with it. I'll get political. Well, my Patty Jenkins says she knows the plot of Wonder Woman 2. Is it Patty Jenkins or Patty Jenks? Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. Patty Jenks is her Twitter name. Okay, cool. Patty Jenkins. That's what I've been saying. I've been calling her Patty Jenks. All right, give her a little plug on Twitter. Follow her. Nice. Follow her on Patty Jenks. Jenks. She is awesome. She knows the plot, and the only thing she'll reveal is that it will take place in America, Mike. Oh, okay. Would she switch outfits to like the Linda Carter? Probably not. Nah, I think she With should the keep gra- the, 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 the armor. I'm sure that they'll update it. You don't want to see like Granny Panty uh, Wonder Woman? I, I, I don't really know. Okay. I, do I care do one way care? or the other? As long as the story's strong, I don't care what she's what she's wearing. Okay. Will they bust out the old theme song somewhere? Fighting um, for your rights. Like on her, her uh, on her cell phone? That's her cell tone. Oh, that's her, oh, that's her, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That's actually my wife's. When yes, my I, we've rings. heard it, Mike. Yeah, I know. We've heard it, Mike. Yeah. So, but b- big ups to Gal Gadot. Yes. Big ups. I'm hero to many out there now. She's amazing. I just, I, I haven't had that feeling walking out of a theater in a while, Mike. Guardians 2 was great, but that was a sequel. Like, I already felt that before when I okay. saw the first one. I personally, I, I thought that uh, the sequel, James Gunn did a great job, yeah. but, you know, when you split up the team, it's always sure. problematic. Yeah. So, but uh, as far as a superhero focused on one superhero, right? It's been a while. It's been a little while since we you walked out of the theater. I was like, "Wow, man, that was that was great. That was something a little, little different, and right. something finally good." So it was a mix of emotions. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, so if you've not seen it, go see it. If you've seen it, go see it again. Uh, you should. You know, it's awesome. Uh, maybe we'll do a review episode. If we, you know, our, our time is our is our time. Our, our window, time is precious. Time is window. Our window is is okay. uh, is getting short. But we start filming Comic Book Man in a month. Right. Well, we can do that in the next two weeks. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. I wanted to bring up two things. I I was hoping you could elaborate. Wonder Woman's origin. Where did she come from? In the movie, they kind of half jokingly said that like, you were formed from clay. It brought you to life. Uh-huh. Ha ha ha. In the the original, her original origin. Yes. Yeah. She was a. Um, uh, Hippolyta yearned for. Uh, I'm going to go with the George Perez. Yes, sure. All right, George, the George Perez uh, origin. She um, 
there's a well of souls that um, we all go back to. They're digging in the wrong place. Exactly. No, you're close. Um, In mythology, I I believe even in um, uh, Jewish, the Jewish faith, there's a well of souls. um, So she was a um, Hippolyta soul was killed as like back in caveman times by a guy who was a suitor or her um whatever yes but she was pregnant at the time so her soul was pregnant and and went into the the you know well of souls she was you know invested in into life as hippolyta okay she went she did all this stuff and you know um heracles you know the the greek name for hercules yes he was um he you know, betrayed her right. and uh, bound her, and you know all the Amazons were um, cast into slavery in man's world. Yes. So um, they prayed to the gods, and the gods released them. So they they were to be the ambassadors of the gods here on earth. They were given uh, Themyscira, the paradise island. Paradise island. Uh, it was obscured from man's world. Yes. And they lived there in peace. They, you know, it was a stagnant culture, but. Um, Hippolyta said, I feel this longing. There's this there's this I'm missing piece of something. Me. Exactly. Yes. And Athena said, It's it's your unborn child. Go down to the river's edge, take the clay that's there, mold it, and uh we'll breathe life into it. Right. And so that's how the first Amazon was born. And they only Demister. did it once? They only did it once. Okay. It was only, she was the only one who was pregnant. Oh, so they invested okay. the part of her soul that was, you know, the baby yeah. into this. You know, clay figure. So, right. and she grew up to be. Uh, all the gods were, you know, present there, and they all gave her a little bit of their power. Oh, that's cool. So that's how she's. Ah, you know, and the AKA Wonder Woman. Yes, yeah, she's the beauty of um, beauty of Aphrodite, right. the wisdom of Athena, the strength of Hercules. Right. The, the, no, not Hercules. Oh. No, 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 oh, no. Hercules, Hercules was uh, the power bad, okay. of Zeus. Oh, know. the power of Zeus. Okay, yeah. well, that's even better. Yeah, actually, yeah. was it Zeus or was it? Uh, I think it was all the female. Okay, actually, no, that's not true because um, Hermes gave her speed, yeah. so she was, you know, could hunt as well as um, Diana, the huntress. Yeah, or uh, Artemis, that's whichever cool. one you want to. So that's her origin. She's okay. and she, you know, was sheltered. Her her mother didn't want anything because she lost her once. You know, when she was a cave woman. Yeah. And she didn't want to lose her again. That's why she didn't want her going out uh, into man's world. Right. So very, very over overprotective mother. That's cool. And everyone else knew. I, I like the spin that they put in the movie. It's it's actually goes to the Brian Azzarello Wonder Woman that came with the new fifty two. Uh, but it also harkens back to, you know, George Perez's and even uh William Marston Moulton. Yeah, William Moulton Mo- Marston. Mo- yeah. William Moulton Mar- I get those names confused. Yeah, who is really into bondage? He is very. He had. <laughs> uh, he has a very, very eclectic life. Yes. His uh, he he lived with his wife and their. Oh, they had a girlfriend. Companion. Yeah, they both had a, right, a nice. girlfriend right, right who lived on. with them. So yeah, and you know, hey, help create the polygraph. Hey man, Yolo, right? Yeah, yeah. You only live once, he, buddy. He did, Yo uh, ho! Help, help create the polygraph, which, uh, aka the Lasso of Truth. Yeah. I thought that was. I always thought that was cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and that, there was kind of a bondage scene in the movie. I won't spoil it. Don't then, spoil. But okay, um, Wonder Woman two. 
who who would you like to see in there as a, say an additional character? I have three here that I want to get your opinion on. Okay, uh, Donna Troy. Donna, I need Donna Troy. Love Donna Troy. Yeah, I'm a huge Teen Titans fan. Donna Troy. Donna Troy was Could you an accident. See her oh hell movie. yeah. Okay. I can see. Well, Donna Troy's origin. She was a um, an orphan that Diana had saved, rescued from a burning building, took back to Paradise Island because she had nobody. Yeah. And which is kind of irresponsible, sure. but hey, you know, fuck social services. Let's just take them back to Themyscira. Well, if you're gonna take a kid, an orphan kid, back anywhere, why not Paradise Island? Oh hell like yeah, the best place in and, the world. Uh, she um, was raised as an Amazon. Yeah. She she grew to womanhood uh, as an Amazon or yeah. young young ladyhood, mm-hmm. and was invested in um, some of the powers of the Amazonians. Yeah. So she, you know, not quite Wonder Woman level, but, no. you know, pretty, pretty on par. Yeah. And, yeah, Donna Troy would be yeah, a fantastic Yeah, could bring a pretty pick. cool storyline. Sure. Having her in there. Her little sister. Played by De- Deborah Winger in the original TV show. Yes, don't that's right. Don't know remember that. I, I don't. Thanks, Mike. Yes. Let's, ah. go to, let's go to villains, Mike. Medusa. Uh, no, Too I think much? it's going to be confusing Too with much? the Inhumans Medusa. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, you're right. Okay, I didn't even think about that. Uh, I think we're going to have to stay away from uh, Medusa, the Gorgon. You know, hold on. A whole bunch of stuff. This one came first, though, right? It's like, why should she yeah. have to change her name? That, uh, she had I know, Medusa is from, you know, back in the day, back in Greek mythology. Why does that ass clown change his name? I had her first. Well, she, she is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's hitting screens before. So okay, good. I, I okay. think she's got the drop on the other Medusa. All right, uh, Giganto. Giganto, really weird character. Um, but a, a mortal enemy? Yes, she's, uh, she's got a really, really, f- pardon my French, fucked up origin. Uh, she was originally a uh, gorilla that was mutated into human form mm-hmm. by a doctor right. who uh, also gave her the power to grow. No. Yeah. It would weird. And uh, <laughs> one of the first transgender, and I'm gonna, I'm throwing this out on okay, Main Street. Sure. One of the first transgender uh, actors in Hollywood who was uh, openly transgender mm-hmm. played the character in uh, the Legends of the Superhero of Superheroes. Really weird. It's on Warner Warner uh, Archives. Oh, it's video. Out? no, legit. Yeah, legitimately. Right, yeah, we used to bootleg it. We but. did bootleg it. <laughs> or, more, more accurate, I used to bootleg it. You bootlegged, bootlegged it. Or, it. Now we're out of the statute of limitations, so you're you're okay with admitting it. Oh, sure. I bootlegged okay, a lot of videos. Yeah, you did. But that was all well over seven years ago, so we're good. We're clean. It's over 10 years. After, all right, good enough. So mark the 10 I'm just saying. All right, good enough. Of the last bootleg. I I'm, just, I'm just saying. But if anybody out there wants a Star Wars holiday special or a Justice League TV pilot... Ming's I'm, your man. I'm the man to, I'm the man to call. <laughs> of course, I'll take you can also you. BitTorrent it or just stream it on sure. downline. But if you want the you know, the actual disc, yeah. Ming, Ming still has that burning Nice stuff. cover, everything, yeah. It's Ming still, still got his can, little bootleg operation going on the in the backwoods. I can fire up the operation again. It's yeah. next to Maxwell, Maxwell Steel. Yeah. The, All right. You want moonshine? You want some shine to, like, to wash that? Yeah. Oh, the drink, bad taste of uh, the during, Justice League pilot? Yeah. Yeah, to drink during the uh, Fanta- Roger Corman Fantastic for, yeah, we'll take care of you. Or the nineteen, uh, what was it, nineteen ninety Captain America with Matt Salinger? Yes, yeah, yeah. Actually, ninety four, ah. I, I believe. Was I think 94? it was that late. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I believe it was that late. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
New books, Mike. New books, man. Did you read any comics this week, Mike? I, I know, did. I know enough. I did. Very good week for comics. It was very good. Right on top of your pile, our pick of the week. This, must read, Mike. Batman twenty four. Batman twenty four. I have one word, Mike. Shocked. Um, this shocked. has stuff going on that are ramifications from uh, the button. Yes. The crossover with the Flash, and which uh, sprung from DC Rebirth, or DC Rebirth sprung from actually. It's it's a circular right. argument. Well, I didn't but see this coming. I'm not. We can't spoil is, it. But this is a must. <laughs> you must pick this up. Yes, this is. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, Tom King did a great job. He did, and then a multitude of artists because every pretty much every other page alternates artists. Okay, between a group. This of This was very. David it's very shocking. Danny Meeky, Clay Mann, and Seth Mann. Let's put it this way: we we sold out, and we had to go hunting for more. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. Wow. All right. Word got around. I was like, oh, my God. We sold. How many did you order? Like uh, a lot. You well, ordered did, a lot. I said pretty we, big pile. Batman is a perennial bestseller. Yeah. Here. But we, we didn't know what was coming. No. We usually get about 30, 35 copies yeah, of Batman. I mean, this, yeah. This probably should get Sold out. Had to go out that. looking for it. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Basically, it starts out uh, Batman Gotham Girl having a very, not super deep, but a philosophical no, discussion. No, it's, it's a pretty frank it's discussion. Pretty yeah. Yeah. And it ends with, um, <coughs> pardon me, as you say, the shocker. Yeah. And not the shocker, like Kevin says, the shocker. Yeah. Right. But. Oh, with the three fingers, you yeah. mean? Yeah. You know but what? a shocker. Well, I'm people who are. All right. If you're on twitch.tv slash yeah. mingchen37, where we stream all of our podcasts, you can see Mike do the shocker. Way to throw that right in the middle of the oh, yeah. uh, the podcast. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You could say, you could still tune in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but with the writing, you're right. Tom King, there are some pretty cool lines in here. I think one is, uh, you know, I, I'm not Batman because I have to be Batman. I'm Batman because I am Batman. Right. But something, I'm paraphrasing. There's, here. um, and, and this spins out because, uh, Thomas Wayne in the Flashpoint mm-hmm. world that Barry and Batman and Barry and Bruce, um, visited. You know, uh, during their their jaunt on the cosmic treadmill, trying to track down Eobard Thawne, yep. the Reverse Flash, yes. and find out what's the deal with the button yeah. that uh, Bruce found embedded in the wall of the Batcave. Uh, it's a mystery that they have yet to solve. But they they visited Flashpoint, and uh, for some reason, it's still going on. It it was sort of it was supposed to be an aberrant timeline. That once you go back and you fix the problem, it's supposed to collapse in on itself. And never happen, but something's keeping it open. Something yeah. or someone is keeping it open. And uh, the last thing that Thomas Wayne imparts on Bruce is like, let Batman die with me. Stop being Batman. Go and be happy. That's all I ever wanted for you. Yeah. And it's one of those it's one of those things that you're like, Holy shit, dude, my father told me this. Yeah, that would that would shake you. My father that I shake thought you. Dude, was what are you doing? Yeah. For the past twenty plus years. I got to see him. The best gift I was ever given, best present, was a letter from you from that timeline given to me by Barry Allen, The Flash. Right. And the one way that uh, Eobard Thawne hurt Batman was to tear up that letter. Yeah. So that that pissed Bruce off a lot. So this is that, him that's, that's maybe chilling, taking... Though. That could shake you. It will, it will rock the foundation of your very world. Your father exists on some plane... And he's telling you, don't be Batman anymore. The thing that you yeah. dedicated the, your life to because of his and your yeah. mother's murder. Yeah, and he tells you not to do it He anymore. tells you what not you to do? do it. Go be happy. Right. He's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, it's, 
I, have I wasted my life? And you might talk to the people that he saved, the uh, the criminals he's put behind bars, sure. the uh, the times he's, as a part of the Justice League, and on his own, yeah. saved the world, and the multiverse. Sure. Uh, it's, you, you gotta wonder. So You're sitting there going, deep. holy, That's, holy crap. It's deep, Mike. It is, very much it's so. Deep, Mike. It's not like you can go back and it's... Not like Superman, his father said, don't be Superman anymore, because it's, you know, he can't. He yeah. is Superman. Right. But Bruce Wayne can go and be Bruce Wayne, be the best Bruce Wayne he can be, instead of having Bruce Wayne be the mask and Batman be the reality. Yeah. So, that was deep, Mike. I, it's I, deep. Wow, I'm, you're I'm, really... I'm a deep cut guy. Yes. Wow. I've thought about this. It's, it is, it would be really weird, because Nightwing can go on... Because Nightwing is not as obsessed as Batman. No. Batman has an obsession with waging war on crime in Gotham City. Yeah. And, you know, globally. But, but it all sparked from his mom and getting killed. It's like uh, Don Quixote. There's absolutely no way that he can eradicate crime in his lifetime. Or possibly even in, you know, multiple lifetimes. There's no way. Yeah, but he can't not help. He can't not help but try. True, because it affected him on such a deep and profound level, especially the the things that happened to us in our childhood haunt us for the rest of our lives. The traumatic events that happen when you are young are the things that echo throughout the rest of your life. So there you are. That's my deep thought of the day. Wow. All right. Well, pick this one up, everybody. Yeah, and this this is the crossroads that Bruce has. This is where he can actually jump off. And be like, I, I can do this. I can, I can make a better life for myself. Yeah. It's his choice. Now, which way where, he goes. Where does he go? How does this, what, what's going to happen? Exactly. And you know what? For, for me, this has Echoes of Earth 2 on it all over the place. Echoes of Earth oh, 2. We love Earth 2. We do. Here at Jane Sound Bob's Secret That's Stash. true. We love Earth 2. Batman 24. Go pick it up. Go pick it up. Next book, Darth Vader, number one. Darth Vader is back, Mike. Oh, my God. Darth Vader, number one. This um, this Weird. is only tangentially um, linked to the Darth Vader series that came out, uh, what, about two years ago, three yeah. years ago? Yeah, story about two years ago. Ended not fairly recently. Yeah, Darth Vader, 25. Yeah. About, ended about eight months ago. Yeah. So... Here's the here's the drill on uh, this. The the thing you need to know about the Darth Vader that preceded this is that that linked Star Wars: New Hope and Star Wars: Empire yep, Strikes Back. Exactly. This, <laughs> this is Darth Vader Year One. Yes. This answers some questions, and since Marvel is owned by Disney, which owns Lucasfilms, yeah. that means this is canon. This canon, and you know they can't do whatever they want. They have to follow. They do. Some tenants. A gui- they have guidelines. Okay. They can't do whatever they want. If but- you have not read this, I'm going to stop right here because right. I'm going to spoil the living shit out of this issue one. All right, I think you could do that because... So I'm going... No, I'm going to give them five, four, three to stop listening okay. Two and go out and read Darth Vader number one. One. So here we go. This is happens. This uh, picks up right after. Like the second. Revenge of the Sith. When uh, Palpatine... Tells Vader that Padme is dead. That's the spoiler? No. I'm kidding. This happens. This literally he, happens like, no! Yeah, and Bam, we're every, into this book. Yes, and everything's getting like thrown around. He's using, um, he's lashing out with the force. Yeah. And one of the things he lashes out at is the Emperor. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, and, don't mess with the Emperor. And here's the thing. Don't mess with you back. 
So he's no, no, he he didn't do anything. No, no, he didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't really fuck with Vader. Eh, There's a little lightning there. Uh, Check it out. This is like page like five. uh, Oh, lightning! It's like yo. It's like yo. What the hell, man? It's like you know, like no. There is no. Oh, there's a little. Oh, he gives him. He gives him like just a little little shock. shock. Not not the full. Not a hundred percent, but you know, that's like like a twenty five right there. Okay, yeah. It's like you know, if you hit me in the arm, I'm hitting you back, dude. Like I'm not gonna hit you in the face, but hit you back on the arm. Like yo, what the hell? Punch in the stomach just to. Okay, to right. Knock. He knocks the wind out of Vader. Yes, okay. Vader lashes good, out yeah. and throws Palpatine into a wall. Yeah, it's like, yo, get it together. And it's like a slap to the face. It is, yes. There you go. Wake up. And he says to him, if you ever use the force against me, yeah. there will be dire consequences. Right. You won't live to regret your decision. Mm-hmm. So. That's that to me um, spells out their relationship right there. Yeah. He even says, "You're my friend, Vader," <laughs> which is like, "Fuck off, Vader." Right. You are essentially you're not my friend. What he's telling him is, "You are now my weapon. Yes. You are now um, you're a scalpel in in my hand." Yeah. You're, you're. I will use you to excise any foes that come towards the Empire. Yeah. Also, welcome to the world of the Sith. Exactly. Here's what happens. And they explain why a Sith's um, lightsaber is red. Yes. So it's very, very cool. Yeah. There, yeah, there's a concrete real reason for that. Right. And uh, what the fuck? I'll spoil it now. Um, if you notice that Jedi's weapons are blue. Um, They're bright color. Purple. Happy. Green. Yeah. Not even really happy. It's not even so much happy, but um, they tend to... Reflect the um, the personality of the bear. Yes. In general. Yes. This all Siths are red because uh, Kyber the Kyber crystals, which power the, yep. the the lightsaber, are living things, and you must take a Jedi's weapon. A Sith must take a Jedi's weapon yes. and make it his own, right. and you have to make the Kyber crystal bleed. Yes. So bleed, Mike. Yes, that's pretty it's badass, freaking, huh? It's freaking metal, man. That is, there's nothing more metal than no. that. No. So uh, Palpatine sends Vader off on an errand. Yeah, like yo, go get, go get light, a lightsaber. Where's your lightsaber? Yeah, Obi Wan took it. We'll go get another one. Yeah, what, what, what's what wrong the hell? with you? Yeah. And uh, you see this part where the um, the clone troopers are like throwing all of the um, the. They're fallen Jedi, the ones that they killed, mm-hmm. into this big um, like cup. A it looks like a cement mixer. You know what it looks like? It looks like uh, uh, guns for toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they melt them all down. Yeah, right. Yeah, it looked exactly like that. That's what they're doing. It's a little uh, little lightsabers oh. for cash, people. A little, uh, little lightsaber bonfire, everybody. <laughs> and, it's, it, and they're in Camden, so they're they're chucking them all yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they're melting them down, yeah. and Vader looks at them, and... Vader is slowly becoming who he's supposed to be. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker is no more. No. Crushed. He's destroyed. So now uh, Darth Vader is emerging, and yeah. he says, you could have given me one of those it's like, oh, lightsabers. No. Oh, no. He says, but there's something else, something you're not telling me. He's like, then he explains, yeah, you have to, you have to liberate it from a Jedi. Yeah. And you have to make it your own. Right. That's how it works. That's how it works. That works. And so, sends so he, off. he sends goes off, off to do it. And I noticed that um, that uh, the Emperor, from this point on, doesn't have a lightsaber. No. So that's pretty badass. Yeah. Well, he doesn't don't need, need he, one. He don't need one. 
<laughs> well, neither does Vader in in theory. Yeah. But he's it's it's a tether to his past life. Yeah. In my opinion, that's this is the thing that ties him to the Jedi. And as the one of the destroyers of the Jedi is that he still uses a lightsaber. Yeah. He perverts their weapon and use, for turns own, it against them for his own end. I love it. Yeah. So, so it's pretty cool. Reading. I'm not really happy that, uh, and this is something that I think Revenge of the Sith really shouldn't have done. Is uh, had him kill the young younglings. Oh yeah. I mean. Well, that's trying to show these ruthless and shit. True, but that's like one of the worst ways. There's no redemption after that. There's no redemption after that. In the same way that Hank Pym isn't redeemable after he slaps the wasp, in a lot of people's minds. No, I, I, I hear. Well, if he beat up kids and then he tried to redeem, yeah, I hear you. It's hard. It's harder. But there's no, there's no true redemption at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi for me. Vader will always be Vader. I mean, Anakin. No, uh, you know what? Maybe they'll scrub those movies, take yeah. them out of uh, out of canon, and redo. Yeah, all right. Good you know. point. Good. That's just for me. Good point. So good point. So Emperor strands Darth Vader on a on a planet. Yeah. Go get your go get your lightsaber. And he's like, hey, I left a. Um, hey, dude, I left uh, transportation for you. I left you. Um, yeah, I got a ship here for got you. Got a ship for. Go you. get your lightsaber. Oh, look, the ship was stolen. Oh no, yeah. Gee, I God guess, forbid. He's like, oh, bummer. God forbid the idiots who uh, who steal that. Yeah, I know. Well, this is like the very first step in becoming Darth Vader yeah. before he just became a Sith. Right. That was still Anakin Skywalker, even though he he committed atrocities against the young younglings and against poor Mace Windu, right? Who, in my opinion, deserved to get his hands chopped off. Mace oh, yeah. Windu was a complete and utter dick. He was, yes, for sure. He was a dick. Even Yoda was kind of douchey like, in Revenge off, of the Sith. Yeah, sure. He was. Yeah. He, you know what? No, I agree with you. And he should have been able to sense that there was something going on with Anakin. Yeah. Should have been like, you know what? I, I sense. He even says it. Well, I sense he, much frustration he, and he anger did. in you. He warned him. But he, you know what? He did nothing, but he warned him. He did him. nothing. So what? I, you know what? He also warned Luke and didn't do dick about that. Luke lost a hand, which kind of sucks. Uh, that was his own fault. He went off to club. Uh, he made geez. a choice. Geez, you we know can what? talk about this for like eight hours. We man. will, and one of these days we will talk. Yeah, about Yeah, read this Darth Vader at number one. I'm glad to see it back. Yeah, I was, me too. Uh, I was kind of bummed out when they ended at 25. Charles left. Charles Soul. He Charles did Soul. a friggin' great job of it. Amazing job. So good on you, and I can't wait to read number two. Yes. As a matter of fact, somebody came in yesterday said that they read issue one, and by page three they're like. I want more. Yeah. I, I want number two to be out tomorrow. Well, you'll be getting more. It's not coming out tomorrow. It's but not coming out tomorrow. More. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. can, and I don't even get free previews. Yeah. Wow. We the really, Marvel books. Long story short, folks, we really like this book. We love it. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it this is right on par with my Batman 24. Yeah. This Almost is my pick of the week. Go, uh, go, pick it up. Yeah, pick up both of them. Support, <laughs> yeah, support Marvel because you know, they need it. And yeah, because yeah, and, they and Disney, they they they're poor. They deserve your money. They do. Yeah. All right, X Men Gold number four, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. No five. Five. Number five. I'm sorry. Number five. That's all right, Mike. Guess who back, shall? Yeah. Now when we it's last Remy le- last left off, Gambit was hired by uh, Trask. Yes, by, uh, is it Olivia Trask? I believe so. Or, uh, or is d- it Bonnie, d- d- Olivia, I, 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 the Trask family. One of the one of the Trask. Yeah, one of the Trask family. Hires Gambit to steal some nanites, Mike. Little microscopic yes. technology. Uh, he fails. Olivia Trask, that's Olivia right. Trask. He fails, 
and the Nanites end up uh, integrating themselves with the Sentinel. Sentinel becomes uh, self-aware, becomes sentient. Yep. Starts uh, starts laying waste. It becomes the the basis for uh, the Nimrod project, which is in the not too distant future of the X Men. Yeah, so it's a callback. It's uh, actually pretty cool, and it sort of looks like Iron Man, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah, like yeah. the old school Iron Man, old school Iron like Man, the, the Iron, the, actually the like Heroes Reborn Iron Man. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, and it's taking over innocent people's bodies. Yes, and and um, and the X Men trying to deal with this. Uh, Kitty Pride comes up with a clever way to destroy one of them, but they they learn, yeah, Mike. So it doesn't whatever befalls them the first time. What doesn't kill them makes them stronger. Yeah, so. that's that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's messed up. Exactly. So they adapt. They become more clever in hunting down their targets until the and we see the shocking end, Mike, of what they what they what they're up to next. Yeah, which not- is actually kind of poignant message to anybody i guess anybody who hates anybody who they perceive to be different aka the whole kind of basis for the x-men yeah it's pretty uh silly stupid because uh there's there's more that binds us together than separates us sure so yeah but i I like where they're going with this yeah it's pretty it's clever and uh mark guggenheim also uh another great writer yeah he, um, I love the fact that he's taking Kitty and making her a leader. I love it. Yeah. I love Cause it. Because I, I mean, I first met Kitty Pride when I bought yeah, Dark Men, Uncanny X Men 129 right off the racks. Yeah. And she was this doe eyed girl from Dearborn, uh, Illinois. Yeah, with her parents. And, um, but I was like, whoa, I'm going through walls. And so what's going yeah. on here? Yeah. I've got the, I'm, I'm going through puberty. I've got yeah. this really bad headache and boom. And boom. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What am I doing yeah. on the floor underneath my room? If you haven't read, uh, if you haven't read The Origin, pick up, uh, X Men Dark Phoenix Saga. Yeah. And check that out. Very, well, you should have it anyways. But if not, we have it here in Chainsaw Bob Secret Stash. <laughs> we I do. was actually reading it the other day. So very cool. Yeah. Um, you have the Walking Dead with the Pride cover in front. I of do. You. I like the Pride cover. It's pretty I cool. Think it's pretty cool. It's, uh, if you haven't seen it, say it's, uh, it's a cover. They a big, huge rainbow flag on it. They did uh, Walking Dead and one other cover. Uh, yeah, with uh, everyone cover. bowing to Negan. Yeah, celebrating Pride Month, which is uh, really cool. I th- yeah, I think it's great. Well, I mean, you've got characters who are gay in the Walking Dead. Yeah. Why not celebrate that fact? Yeah, exactly. So. That's just uh, that's just my point of view. Yeah, it's great. Where are we now in the Walking Dead timeline? What, uh, what go, what's what's happening now? We're right after uh, All Out War. Okay. Um, can I spoil the last issue? Um, sure. One sixty-seven, uh, folks. If you haven't read one sixty-seven, if you're way behind, um, it was a very shocking death. Someone who uh, died in the the TV mm-hmm. series a long time ago. Yeah. But who is alive and well in the comics? Very important. So she's shocking, incredibly important in the in the comic book. One of the um, the original cast members. Yeah. One of uh, yeah, and one of the last original cast members right. besides Carl and um, Carl and Rick was Andrea. Yes. And uh, Andrea was bitten, got bitten on the neck. Yeah. Um, she she owned it. She's like, it's it's my fault, Rick. I I got sloppy, and that's that's part of the thing that a lot of people complain about. They're like, well, they're killing all of the people. They're not killing zombies anymore. I'm like, well, you know what? Once it becomes second nature, yeah, to kill sh- shit happens. Yeah, to kill zombies, it's like if uh, I think Walt said it. 
you know, how, how do I, how does this affect my, my day to day living? You know, I'm, I'm going out to my car to, to come yeah, to work and I have depth. to kill, I have to kill two zombies yeah, on you my gotta, way out. Just make sure you, uh, you don't forget your knife or yeah, your exactly. edged weapon. Right. Or your gun. Or your gun. Or if you've got plenty of ammo. Yeah. But so, you know, guns attract other zombies. So right. preferably right, yeah, stab right in the head. An axe. Yeah. So they, they've gotten a little complacent and they forgot the threat of zombies. There well, they're, are so they're back huge, in now? Uh, they, they never really left. Okay, but they're, 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 they've a wake-up call. Very, very much okay. a wake-up call because the whispers also, you know, they influence the zombies. They can guide herds. Yes. And they took care of a lot of the whispers, but the, you know, it's a very real and present danger for them because uh, Beta, the... Um, the guy who took over the whispers. Yeah. He's still out there. He's injured, but he's gonna lick his wounds and, uh, and come back. He's gonna come back okay. as a threat. And we saw a team up of Negan and Rick. They had oh. to have each other's backs. Imagine that, Mike. Imagine that. Imagine and here's that. this guy who could have let Rick die three, four, five times. Like Ten times. In, yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking at he saved his life Dead. multiple times right. in this. And it's it's pretty pretty amazing, and I think that Negan is learning some empathy. Well, about time, but yeah. Well, Negan <laughs> Negan as a character is he's multi dimensional. Sure, charismatic. Even on, the, even on the TV show, he's he's portrayed as a psychopath who has absolutely no regard for anything or anyone. Yeah, but was he always like that? Uh, a little bit. Okay. Uh, if before you, everything happened. If you read, he was, you know, when you don't count the consequences of your actions, sure. you take absolutely no responsibility, yeah. that's a definition of a psychopath okay. or a sociopath. Right. I mean, there are people out there who are probably, you know, psychologists who are going to write to me and like, no, it's not true. Or, you got the gist. But in a lot of ways, um, he is a classic psychopath. Now we start to see his redemption. Yes. So I'm actually pretty... Um, pretty psyched to see this. And he, you know, in this issue, deal with the fallout of Andrea's death. Rick is at his emotionally most vulnerable. He is not in top fighting form. Okay. And the saviors who had, who did nothing, absolutely dick during the, uh, the all out war with the whispers, yeah. the whisperer war. Actually, no, it was the Whisper. I'm sorry, the Whisperer War. All that war came before that right. when they, they went up against the Saviors. Uh, the Whisperer War, when the Saviors, nowhere to be found. And they lost some people. They lost uh, they lost a lot of people because of that. Yeah. Because the, the Saviors didn't step up. Yeah. And Sherry, who was Dwight's girlfriend, who ended up marrying uh, Negan to get more stuff. Sure. She ended up leading the saviors when Dwight left. So now you've got Cherry um, comes and confronts Rick, and they have an argument, and uh, she tries to kill Rick, and ac- he accidentally kills her. Didn't mean to, but she's gonna die from uh, lung cancer anyway. anyways. They smoked a lot in the TV. Uh, she, well, she's dead I don't think anyway. They smoked in the uh, comics, but um, and her second in command wanted to wanted an eye for an eye, right? And so Negan ha- Negan is the calming influence here. Right. Wow. 
Go it figure. is a, it is amazing. This this story is so well thought out. Kirkman's Kirkman, genius, man. man. I'm telling you, you are a genius, dude. Um, I know you're listening to this too. So Robert, thank you very much. Is genius. he really? Let's no, just say no, yes. Let's, let's, let's say he. Let's, let's pretend yes. he is. Robert Kirkman does a great job as showing the growth of Negan. Yeah. And that he's, you know, there's a method to this dude's madness. He could have taken over uh, for Rick right here. This could have been like, you know, fuck everybody. One guy even says, hey, you know what? You should take over. And he like backhands him. He says, you're a fucking, you're a special kind of sheep, aren't yeah. you? Good job. Yeah. Or and bad he's like, job. He's like, and he's pretty much spits on him. He's like, yeah, you know what? Get fucking back in line. Nobody right. liked it when I was when I was in charge. Yeah, I didn't even like it when I was in charge. It sucked. <laughs> he said there was a point system, and it was very simple, but it took all the humanity out of what we were doing. Yeah. He's like these guys do. Um, you know, they've found a better way, and which is amazing to me because you know he's telling Rick that you know what I had to go up against you to show you what you're made of. Yep. And uh, he's like anyone who doesn't, everybody who's standing here alive in this the you know, system in, in the system that we've got going owes their lives to Rick Grimes. Yeah. And he's like, and you know what? He's if you came to him tomorrow, the saviors came to him tomorrow and they needed his help, he would help you. Sure. You know why? Because that's Rick fucking Grimes. Right. And that that, that to me just spoke volume. I'm like, holy f- this is amazing. And here's a guy you want to hate. Negan, you want to hate him so much for killing Glenn, yeah. for, for killing Abraham, right. for killing everybody that the saviors are responsible for murdering. Yeah, but now we see. But uh, now you see a different side, and you're like, fuck. So. Yeah. So, cool. Robert yeah. Kirkman, for making me say fuck. Yeah. Multiple times, not on just pod- on this podcast, not but, just on my podcast. Even in real life. You're, in you're real reading, life. The book, you're like, fuck, this is good. Yeah, I was like, fuck, this is... Dang, man. Walking Dead, consistently the most amazing book month after month. Yeah, and that's... Mike doesn't... I don't that say that very lightly. often. He doesn't no. say that about anything, really, so... No, because, I, I mean, I've read comic books since I'm, what, five years old? Yeah. Even before that, yeah. but let's say five. We're going back 40-some-odd years, yeah. and consistently i have never been disappointed that i picked yeah, up the I, walking I love Dead. the passion uh you're kidding i love this book this. i love the tv show but i love where they go it this this is like uh watching a stephen king movie like watching carrie and being but like episodic, that's a re- yeah that's a really good movie but yeah. you read the book and you get well, so much after more month all right this this just gives us everything we could possibly Freaking want love it Me that's too. awesome uh last book here dark knight three Number this nine. Is book nine. The Braster Race. Book nine, the end. The end. We, we waited for this. I for, believe. For I, almost two years. I think that this was worth the wait. It was. I thought it was worth Very the much wait. much so. Long way last issue. Frank Miller, Brian Azzarello, the Kuberps, Um We got all the rock Claus stars. Claus Jansen, here. yeah. We've got everybody, you know, lining up to, to bring their all. So we've got the Kandorians. Yeah, the final battle. Yeah, the Kandorians. Kandorians. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm trying to say anything without spoiling anything, but uh, I, well, we have ba- Batman's back. He's in fighting shape. He's younger. He's younger. He came. It's amazing. Thank you, Superman, for bringing him back. Superman's the man. Yeah, and he's kind of like, all right, let's go. Yeah, grabs um, Carrie Kelly. Yes, Batwoman. Batwoman. No, yes. Batwoman. Batwoman. Everybody to come and um, give him a hand. I just love like, hey, where's your, where's your, 
where's the uh, where's the costume? Yeah. Where, where's the uh, where's the red and where where the tights and shit? Yeah, no, where's the where where are the shorts? Like, yeah, it's like oh, I made some upgrades. Yeah, I did some uh, some pretty badass it's stuff. Like, yeah, you it. made this look like so much fun. Uh, I'm going to go a little darker if that's yeah. cool with you. And he's that's perfectly fine. But they they battle. It, this is Earth's last stand. Yeah. We've uh, lost. I love how it ended up, though. And I love how. We lost a lot of members of the Justice League in this battle. I mean, you put 100,000 supermen up against the world. Yeah. uh, The world's going to lose. Yeah. Sorry. I I love uh, the way they took care. No, no sport. The way they took care of it. uh, We've kind of seen it before. Yes, Yes. we have. And if you watch, if you watch any of the Batman movies, they'll call back to that. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, I, I. I'm gonna miss a little mini comic. I wish they would throw a mini comic and everything. No, ah. little mini comic. Maybe, maybe know, not. With, uh, uh, featuring Batwoman, and uh, well, I'm gonna rewind a little bit. There was a little mini backstory at the end of Darth Vader as well. A little bonus. Yes, there was comic. Uh, it was very comic strippy and very humorous. It was kind very of, cute. It was worth. Um, it was just worth it as a throw-in. I, again, I wish every comic would. Throw in a little little bonus like that. Now I know they can't all do that, but I appreciated no. that these two did. So thank you very much. Uh, one other book I want to talk about real quick: Iceman number one. Definitely worth a okay. Worth a pickup. I did not pick it up, but okay. What's up with it? Uh, talk Bob, to me, Bobby Drake. Dealing with what it's like to be Iceman on a day to day basis. What it's like to deal with uh, some closed minded parents. Mike, yeah, you know Bobby, he's got a few issues. For those uh, people who don't know, Bobby Drake, I, I wouldn't call him issues. He's he's gay. Yeah, well, his parents have issues with him. Of course they do. He's but gay, this is not, really weird because um, these aren't technically his parents. Ah, uh, okay. Is this is this Iceman in the one that's time lost? The one that? Uh, no, this is. Well, he's dealing with that too. But this is the. Do I say current Iceman who is dealing okay, with this I haven't time read shifted? This, um, Younger self, but no, this is the Iceman. Then he's not gay, but he might. He, we we're not quite sure. Uh, Does he say he's gay? Yes. Oh yeah. He's the the whole issue is bookended by him on Tinder, writing a profile for himself. So he's it's really weird because if you've ever read any of the X Men comics, yeah, I I have no problem with Iceman being gay because oh so well, and since it's him, yeah, they're both gay. So yeah, all right, gay. and that would be I I would hope that they wouldn't. Put them together because that would be really, I mean, really fucked you up. You can't. I, How weird that, would that be? Talk about screwing up the space time continuum, uh, Mike. D- forget the space time continuum. God, this is this is breaking so many commandments. It's disgusting. God, that's a movie right there, though. That, uh, it's that's weird. kind of a movie right there, isn't it? We actually came up with something. Um, Shit. We uh, uh, let's talk about this. this. Don't steal I'm, that if you're listening. No, you Don't can't steal, steal this. I'm putting it down. Here's another thing. Um, Gidim and I came up with a um, a concept. It's okay. called Time Drunk. Okay. A guy who travels through time when he gets drunk. Okay. Didn't I thought I could have sworn they've done this. Already. I don't know. But and whenever what? he gets drunk, he, he travels either to and from the past and he fucks up the, the space time continuum. Because to stay there, when he sobers up, he automatically slingshots. So he has to stay. Yeah. So he has to stay drunk. He has to keep a level of inebriation. Oh my god! All right. How awesome is that? I like. Can you be drunk the whole all the time though? Do you not? I guess you can. I've met some people who come in here. Yes. Have you not met me and and not heard my stories? I was. Oh my god! Yes. I didn't know you back then, but I know some of our clientele come in here drunk constantly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. Time drunk. Time drunk. Time drunk. Pat pending. 
Yeah. Time drunk. Coming, you heard it here, coming folks. Coming 2020. 20, no, 2018. 2018? Yes. So you go write it and, and produce it and shoot it within a year. Okay, that's good. Why, Why not? not? Why not? Why not? Okay. And who plays the time drunk? I don't know. Get him. <laughs> Do you think get him would be uh, good? Can we get a real, not a real actor? All right, let's get a real actor. How about Carl Urban would be a great time drunk? I, I agree. He would be great. Carl Urban, if you're listening, which I know for a fucking fact you're not, yeah. but Carl Urban, if you're listening, have I got a pitch for you. Time drunk. Time drunk. Robert Downey Jr. as is time drunk. No, no, he can't do Robert Downey Jr. That's like that's like asking me to be time drunk. No, you can't okay. do it. All right. He's, he's been sober for a long time. Okay, fair so. enough. Um, okay, I like it. So Iceman dealing with a lot of shit. Yes. All right, good enough. Yeah, well, first dealing with his time-shifty younger self. Okay. Dealing with... Has he? Has his parents met the time-shifty younger self? No. Thank God, because no. that's just... A, that, no, that is they, a, that's too That's much. a Thanksgiving you don't want to yeah. be at. Yeah, parents, as you know, uh, from the past, very close-minded. So. Parents just don't understand. Right, so not only is this a mutant, he is you a homosexual didn't mutant. Didn't even go there? All right, and, good enough. Uh, yes, and parents don't understand, so... Um, yeah, like Will Smith and DJ Jeff said way back when, parents just don't understand. So right, yeah. But he is a he's a superhero. Yeah, he takes care of business. So, anyways, uh, great great first issue. Definitely pick that one up as well. Um, all right, and I uh, also want to mention we shoot Comic Book Men in one month. Mike. Yes, if you want to be on the show, go to comicbookmencasting.com and you. You out there you can join us at the counter here at James. Only if you have Stash. something cool. If you've got just bullshit comic books, don't bring them to us. Yeah, but if you got something, you, you something cool, you think something you would cool, man, like to sell or even something cool you might want to buy, or it yeah, something cool or. you want to buy, you something cool you want to sell. But and honest to God, even if you want to just show it off, yeah, exactly. Don't have to sell, although we would like to buy it. Sure, so I want to buy it. More man. fun when we buy when we buy it. It is so. pretty. Again, pretty that's comicbookmencasting.com. Fill out a little form. They get back to you if they like you, and they they like they like most people. So don't be shy, and uh, we go from there. But we would love to see you here this summer, and yeah, we'd start shooting. Oh, literally almost in a month. In so. a month, yep. Excited? Oh ready yeah. Ready to get back uh, on the oh, field? Oh hell yeah! Ready to swing the bat again? Yes, sir. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm ready to get hit in the head with the bat. Yeah, so you to, are. So to, so to speak. To get ready for it. Yeah, and what do you have here, Mike? Uh, the, to get ready Before for my pummeling of by Brian Johnson. Yes. I am actually uh, brushing up on the subtle art of not giving a fuck. By Mark Manson. This is actually this is a great book. Charles Manson's younger brother. Yes, probably. No, uh Mark <laughs> Manson is uh he's a star blogger. Okay. Woo, star blogger. And is this teaching you to not give a fuck? Uh it's it's teach- <laughs> actually it teaches it's- me to give a fuck about the right things. Okay. Cuz uh the best thing that he wrote in there, the thing that uh, I internalized, yes. is um, we're given a finite amount of fucks to give okay. in this life. Really? Think I'm, about I it. I must have a From big birth, well of fucks then, because yeah. I don't give a fuck about anything. Uh, you are a true sociopath. I am, right. You are. It's right. uh, But if if you- And Brian's well of fucks- Oh, my God. He's- Must he, be like bottomless. Uh, it's, it's like- He's- uh, Well, he's going to be like his last day and he, on Earth, yeah. and he's just going to be giving fucks about everything. Sure. Like giving fucks about what he eats, giving fucks oh, about- just to, just to use them. Yeah, just okay. to get rid of them, because right. you can't- They're non-transferable. Those right. fucks- 
non-transferable. Right, do you recommend this book? I love this book. Okay, great. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Right, Mark Manson, good on you. Available on Amazon.com. Absolutely. And I'm in the middle of uh, reading Armada as well by oh, Ernest, Ernest Klein. Klein. Man. Great book. Love Ernest Klein. One of my favorite books in the world. Yep. We got to do a uh, Ready Player One. Um, just an entire episode dedicated to Ready Player to. One. Um, I'm waiting until Ernest Klein comes in here. And then Why we'll don't we have him on the podcast? We'll do a bonus pod. Said he would, I would like to see him here. Yes, why don't we do it here? Okay. Where does he live? Austin, Texas. But he he comes in the area every time. Okay, then why don't... Yeah, like if he's got a book Let, tour, we're why definitely don't we... Him in, yeah, him that'd in. be great. Right, I would cool. love to sit down, talk to him, and just, you know, shoot the pop culture shit with him. Yeah, love it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank yeah. you, Mike. Thank you, Ming. And uh, remember to follow Ming on Twitter, at MingChen37. And follow Mike at MichaelZapsic, Z-A-P-C-I-C. And there you go. Look!